My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, and this is episode 439 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian, another Coffee with Brian morning show. How are we doing? Every day, 6 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, we join together in this group and bullshit for a little while, and Drink some coffee and get our day started. Uh, new uh, new person joined us this morning, Greenberry Smith. How are we doing this morning over on Facebook? Saw your answer yesterday to the perfect cup. I appreciate it and threw that in the list for sure. When Facebook actually notifies me of messages on, uh, on the question of the day, I definitely grab them and throw them in. But for some reason... They don't like to tell me every time, and uh, usually three or four days after the episode airs, I'll get a notification that somebody commented, and I'll look, and the comment was three days earlier. So let's see who's around this morning. Renegade Butcher, how we doing? Good morning, good morning. Pip was up bright and early working on the history stuff for the rest of the week, says he's leaning heavy on actors and birthdays for the rest of the week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Pip, I sent you something. Uh, let's see. Greenberry Smith. Good morning. Like I said, thanks for joining us over on uh, Facebook. Philippine Nomad Mike, how we doing? How's it going over there this evening in the Philippines? And K-Bonk. Good morning, K-Bonk. Uh, Pip says he's throwing throwing parts, but the volume is up. How are the new co-workers, Pip? How, are, how is everybody doing down there? Everybody getting along? Uh, this, this new new one going to work out? Or uh, are you going to get rid of them like the last one? Ah, silver bullet blend in the cup this morning. Get silver bullet blend, six pounds and an ounce with uh, with six pounds of all or one pound each of all the lots project specially blend air roasted coffee over at foodforestfarms.com. And uh, you order the six pack, you get an ounce of silver custom silver coin. It will be uh, stamped C1 through C5. Actually, C1 is gone. Uh, C3, C2 through C5 still available. Uh, just let me know. Email me. I am not going to put them up on the site. It's going to be direct sale only. And um, thoughts are probably going to ride them out until SRF and uh, do some in-person sales. But they are still available. I have a few of the the, um, the coin sets available and uh, four of those six-pack and an ounce packs still to go gsd blend or excuse me gsd blend comes in there too but silver bullet limited edition man this stuff is good it's just a really nice smooth drinker um being so far on the end of the spectrum with the two beans that are blended together with that uh, light roasted and the dark roasted together it looks super cool in the bag and in the grinder and then uh, man in the cup it's just it's just good I don't know if Brian's going to still carry it after uh, after this round. I don't know. It says limited edition. From what I understood, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's get it while you can. Uh, a couple months worth, and that's going to be it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. If you want to try it, let me know. 
let me know and we can get you uh, get you ordered up and get you some on the way. So what are we talking about today? What do we have on the list? We have that perfect cup question of the day. It was a good one. Had a lot of feedback and a lot of uh, a lot of people had answers. And I was figuring as much in this community for sure. Uh, a bunch of polymaths, a bunch of GSDers, and everybody always has stuff on their mind that they want to try next. So it was perfect question, perfect question, perfect cup question of the day coming up. Uh, history segment by Pip, and then uh, we're gonna get an update on the armadillo. The whole armadillo situation is first on the list because Corey, man, she was in her wheelhouse yesterday for sure. I got a video of her that I'm not sharing. That is personal, personal, um, personal to me. Uh, but yeah, I'll uh, talk about that. Uh, something that Corey and I have both, uh, we discussed it last night, uh, both noticed about traveling and different areas we've spent some significant time in uh, since we've launched. And just some uh, general observations I'm going to talk about. And I got to see, oh, man, it was a circus. And I don't know if I'll get to it, but, uh, man, they uh, they filled in the potholes on the road in out in front of us this morning or uh, yesterday. The road that uh, walked the dogs on and uh, just a little stuff about that. So that one's on the end of the list. That might get bumped to tomorrow because it isn't really time sensitive, but uh, I guess none of them really are. Oh, good morning, Blakesley. How are we doing? Uh, Joe Blakesley Acres, how are we doing? You are on that list. I remember seeing that name this morning for sure. Thanks for uh, joining all the communities. We enjoy all the feedback we get from you and uh, hope you're having a good day. I think you're out there in uh, Western New York, if I recall, uh, my old area. So anyway, anyway, let's get uh, let's get rolling in that perfect cup question of the day. All right, everyone, it's time for the 103rd edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. Yeah, you put that in your browser, https slash colon slash slash t, the letter t.me slash lots feed. I post the question over there every day. I also throw it out on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and MeWe. Uh, Noster is another great place to drop your answer. I get notifications immediately on Noster and on Telegram. The other ones are hit and miss. We got one from Facebook this morning, which is kind of uh, intermittent. I get a lot of people after the fact commenting on them, but it's nice to get one that I get to include. So that will be today. Uh, good morning, Canadian Farmstead, sneaking in at the beginning of the question. Question of the day today is, what is a hobby you've always wanted to try but never found the time? What is a hobby you have always wanted to try but have never found the time? And uh, from my, my wife uh, getting all over my ass and, and saying that I'm, I haven't been answering the question, I, I roped her into also answering the question with me every day. Uh, she can pass, though, and I can't, I guess, because it's my show. Uh, but uh, anyway, my answer, we did get into this a little bit um, when we were in Minnesota. Corey and I started to get into it. I would have loved to continue it. You know, you just you get sidetracked. And I think actually in Minnesota... The thing that put the end to this was winter. Um, but uh, my answer was 
on the top of my list is uh, tree and plant identification. I would uh, really, really like to get better at tree and plant identification and um, be able to walk through the woods and really just rattle off a significant amount of the things I see. Is that a hobby? I think, I think, I guess, exploring and matching things up is, is a hobby in itself. Uh, and like I said, Corey and I used to do that at the farm, but uh, got cut sh short by the winter, I believe. So, um, <laughs> K-Bonk wonders, how do you define a hobby? And uh, Canadian Farmstead said he couldn't think of one. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't think anybody else could either. Uh, Corey weighed in and said she always wanted to learn and uh, have a hobby, take up wood carving and or painting. Uh, she says she's uh, she's not really good at painting, but uh, really thinks she would like to do it as a hobby. So I might have to set her up with an easel out here in the, in the wilds when we're traveling around and uh, give her some time to just go out and chill and explore painting. Uh, as mentioned earlier, Greenberry Smith over on Facebook weighed in and said sailing, always loved the history and wanted to learn, never had the time or the money. Yeah, that's an expensive one for a hobby like that, though. Canoeing will have to count. <laughs> Canoeing is cool. Canoeing's cool. Um, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher says tanning hides. Yeah, I think uh, a hobby of tanning hides for someone that takes hides off of animals for a living might be a decent path. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Blasley, uh, reloading, wants to get into reloading, uh, and learn that skill. I think I saw that multiple times on this list. Mona weighed in with blacksmithing, pottery, sailing, another sailor, and another 10 things at any given point in time. Yeah, I was, I was pretty sure that, uh, we would have a mouthful coming out of this group and, uh, it didn't disappoint. Chris Dixon weighed in with appliance repair, tanning, reloading, fly fishing. No, excuse me, fly tying, fly tying, tree grafting, and local foraging, to name but a few. Yeah, that was my issue. I went back and forth, and same with Canadian Farmstead and, um, and uh, K-Bonk there in the comments this morning trying to figure out what uh, what really constitutes A, a hobby, and B, how do I pick? How do I pick? Uh, I, I've dabbled in so many things and just didn't have the time to continue it and would love to get back to it. And yeah, so it was tough. Uh, Josh, the Renegade Butcher, says traveling internationally. I don't know if that's a hobby as much as uh, pastime. I don't know. It's the same thing. Traveling internationally. I've never really considered traveling a hobby, but uh, huh, sure. Blueberry Texas says uh, saltwater fishing. Saltwater fishing. That's uh, interesting. I um, never, I don't think I've ever tossed a line into an ocean or a saltwater body. Lots of freshwater fishing for sure. Lots of freshwater. Uh, saltwater, I don't think. Pip, uh, the, the ultimate polymath down there in florida my history guy uh pip weighs in <laughs> definitely weighed in says he takes a deep breath computer-aided drafting and pencil drafting scuba diving welding uh guitar and acoustic guitar playing solar solo entrepreneurship phone app programming and then also the mathematical calculations of slow people in the flash lanes that cost money Pip is Pip has a very um, very 
a warm place in hell reserved for people that uh, drive in the fast lane uh, very slow. Um, and he said, you know, those are all the basics. And then he takes another big breath and says, reloading firearm, firearm, ammo, Bitcoin mining, Excel spreadsheets, audio, video editing, reading for enjoyment, knife throwing, self-guided meditation, blacksmithing, cooking, and politely telling people that I don't care about what they're complaining about. I would love that for a hobby. I've come to the conclusion that it's just better to not say anything and ignore them than actually let them know you don't care because then you have to deal with the fallout of that. But Pip, uh, that is quite extensive list. Uh, you better you better find some free time or get less sleep. Um, <laughs> oh, and I saw something on the list. Okay. So I, some of the things that have popped back up now that I, I realize that multiple is acceptable in this community, for sure. Um, Bitcoin mining was something that I've, I've, I've always wanted to dabble in. Right now, it just doesn't make sense with the power uh, situation we have. Um, maybe sometime in the future, who knows? Uh, and uh, programming. Programming is something that's really stuck in the back of my head and rattled around, especially app development or say like a Noster, uh, Noster protocol or client things of that nature using the newer the newer programming languages. I started way back in the '90s with C++ and uh, never went much further than that. I think that it's something that I could do well if I took the time to learn it um golden crickets with our last weigh in here from uh, the comments yesterday golden cricket says there are so many i'd like to get into distilling i keep wanting to learn reloading we have all the stuff just haven't learned there are lots more but yeah those are on the top i think and reloading was sprinkled all over this list for sure that um that runs deep in this community. I think that's that comes with the realization that uh, it's probably a good idea to know how to make your ammunition because it's a real pinch point in the in the war against firearms is the the ammunition side. So <coughs> good on you guys. Thanks for the huge list. Let me hop over the comments here, see if we had anything new. K-Bong says grafting plants, maybe. Yeah, grafting plants. Uh, that, that was something that I, I, uh, it kind of piqued my interest when we had apple trees on the farm, uh, and it's kind of rolled down the list. When you change situations, when you change surroundings and stuff like that, you, uh, you definitely have to reorder that list of things that you want and what makes sense as a priority. k also says, Pip, stick to cardboard aided drafting. It's better. <laughs> cardboard yeah man like uh putting the stuff together cutting out the little models and things of that nature that uh that sounds like a blast to me anyway that is the perfect cup question of the day today a nice uh nice long list of uh, topics that you might have never thought about that you might think about wanting to get into or uh or checking out i appreciate everybody answering and if you enjoyed the perfect cup question of the day be sure to look out for it i post it uh usually mid-morning Sunday through Thursday for the next the following day. Keep an eye out, or you can always jump in that Telegram channel and get a notification every time it pops up. T.me slash lots feed. 
And that's another episode of the Perfect Cup question of the day. And now back to the main show. Man, that's a list. That was a list of things for sure. I uh, I had a sneaking suspicion. I had a sneaking suspicion. Um, I I switched up lists when I when I went to when I got to a hundred, um, and I've sprinkled some audience questions in the next uh, twenty or thirty. I think is what I laid out um, last weekend when I when I dove in and got some more perfect cup questions laid out and yeah it's a different list it's definitely a different feel i went with a little bit more i gotta think a little bit but it's not that deep deep diving um long explanation drawn out answer more uh, one word and uh, move on type of stuff we'll see if it continues that way i did hit several lists uh, over the course of getting those 30 questions so we will see we will see Anyway, it is uh, it is about time to get over to that history segment. Pip works his ass off to get that prepared for us and sent over every day. I copy it over. I do the easy work. Pip does the yeoman's work, and then we make it all work, and we give you the lots of history segment on a daily basis. Let's get to it, guys. Uh, if you enjoy that, uh, if you enjoy the history segment every day, or if you've never heard it and you think you're going to enjoy it, definitely check out DuctionCups.com. That's where Pip... Uh, that's where Pip makes his bacon uh, and uh, actually gets gets a little back from uh, from the perfect curve doing the, the history segment. All right. All right. Sorry. I had something tickling in my throat and I was trying to I was trying to see if I could swallow while I was talking and get it uh, get it gone. But it just wasn't working. I, I apologize. Anyway, lots of history this morning brought to you by Pip over at DuctionCups.com. Humans, hello and happy whatever weekday this is. Pip went down a few wiki wiki history holes, but managed to get today's lots of history in for inspection. Remember, class, it's Kalatu Verada Nikto, not Kalatu Verada Necktie. And I, I'm guessing these uh I, I've caught I caught a few, I'm guessing, pop culture references that uh I totally missed and because i miss a lot of them but pip pip is all over it let's uh let's get into seeing what he found for us today this day june 21st 1942 world war ii a japanese submarine surfaces near columbia river in oregon firing 17 shells at fort stevens in one of only a handful of attacks by japan against the united states mainland on the 21st of June, 1942, I-25 had entered U.S. coastal waters following fishing boats to avoid the minefields in the area. Now, that's smart. The crew of 97 under command Commander Akji Tanjami had been assigned to sink enemy shipping boats and attack the enemy on land with a 14-centimeter deck gun. There were no injuries and very little damage from the sub's attack on the U.S. mainland. I did not know that Japan attacked us on the mainland. The only thing you ever hear about is Pearl Harbor. Uh, this day, June 21st, 1973, in his decision in Miller versus California, 413 U.S. 15, the Supreme Court of the United States establishes the Miller test for determining whether something is obscene and not protected speech under the U.S. Constitution. U.S. Con Supreme Court modifying its definition of obscenity 
from that of utterly without social redeeming value to that which lacks serious literary, literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Well, how nice of them to let us know what profanity is. Fuck them. Oh, the Supreme Court, always knowing what's better for you and me. This day, June 21st, 1989, the U.S. Supreme Court rules in Texas versus Johnson, uh, case 491 U.S. 397, that American flag burning is a form of political protest protected by the First Amendment. Well, thank you. In the case, activist Gregory Lee Johnson was convicted for burning the American, burning an American flag during a protest outside the 1984 Republican National Convention in Dallas, Texas, and was fined $2,000 and sentenced to one year in jail in accordance with Texas law. Justice William Brennan wrote for the five justice majority that Johnson's flag burning was protected under the freedom of speech and therefore the state could not censor Johnson nor punish him for his actions. You're allowed to do something with something that you purchased, your property. You can burn it, you can shit on it, you can tear it up, you can fly it, you can do whatever you want. It's yours. Don't hurt people and don't steal their shit. Those are the rules. This day, June 21st, 2004, Spaceship One becomes the first privately funded space plane to achieve spaceflight. Pips notes, we grew up without cell phones and now we have private spaceflight. Yeah, I saw something uh, yesterday about some girl that might be going into space on the first manned space flight not planning to return to Earth. Is this a is this a joke that uh, I haven't seen because I'm not on social media as much as uh, as much as others? I don't know. Let me know. Let me know if you've heard anything about that. She's planning on hiking off into space for the next 10 to 15 years and planning on either getting hit by a meteor or asteroid or dying, I guess. Interesting. I'll have to dig into it more. I just happened to see it in passing before I went to sleep. Anyway, uh, this day in 2006, June 21st, 2006, Pluto's newly discovered moons are officially named Nix and Hydra. Yay, Pluto. Is Pluto a planet? I know they go back and forth. Um, it is. It's not. It is. It's not. Is it now or is it not? It's got moons. Is it a planet? What qualifies as a planet? Why do they keep changing the rules? This day, let's see who was born on June 21st. Uh, birthdays, 1880. Arnold Gensel, American uh, psychologist and, and uh, pediatrician. An American psychologist, pediatrician, and professor at Yale University. Known for his research and contributions to the field of child hygiene and child development. Gensel made us the latest technology, uh, made use of the latest technology in research. He used the newest in video and photography advancements. He also made use of one-way mirrors when observing children, even inventing the Gessel Dome, a one-way mirror shaped like a dome under which children could be observed without being disturbed. In his research, he studied many children, including Kamala, a feral child. A feral child? Hmm. Did it live with uh, wolves or who who uh, who took care of and nurtured this child as a as an infant? Can't take care of itself. 
This day in uh, June 21st, 1918, Robert A. Boyd, a Canadian engineer, was born a Canadian electric engineer and utility executive. He successfully led the construction of the first phase of the James Bay Hydroelectric Project, a large dam dam complex built in northern Quebec by Hydro-Quebec during the 1970s and early 80s. This day in 1947, Michael Gross, American actor, was born and American television film and stage actor. He is notable for playing Stephen Keaton on the sitcom Family Ties from 1982 to 89 and survivalist Burt Gummer in the Tremors film series. Being the only actor to appear in all the films, show, and a canceled pilot, Pips notes, happy birthday, Burt Gummer, his character in Tremors. Yeah, I was more, I could tell you more about family ties than Tremors, but uh, I do know who you're talking about. This day in 1955, Tim Bray, Canadian software developer and businessman, a Canadian software developer, environmentalist, political activist, and one of the co-authors of the original XML specifications. He worked for Amazon Web Services from December 14th until May 2020, December of 2014 to May of 2020, when he quit due to concerns over terminating of whistleblowers. Pips notes, dude gets a bonus point in my book. uh, Seems like a few morals were pulled on to leave Amazon. Yeah, dude got rolled in um, and uh, he... People started blowing the whistle on Amazon and they started terminating them. And this dude that uh, was kind of far up, far up there said, yeah, enough of that and uh, took off. Pip says the link for the child raised by wolves is in the notes. Uh, so be sure to check out the blog post after to if you're interested in reading about wolf children. This day in 1964, uh, Valerie uh, off. Ukrainian chess player, four-time Ukrainian chess champion in 1983, 85, 88, and 96. Also, uh, this day in 1973, Julia Lewis, mm, American actress and singer-songwriter. Movie roles in Natural Born Killers, From Dust Till Dawn, and My Stepmother is an Alien. Ah, uh, Julia Lewis. This day in 1986, Kathleen, Kathleen O'Kelly... Kennedy. Kathleen O'Kelly Kennedy, Australian wheelchair basketball player. Australian wheelchair basketball player who plays forward center. She was part of the bronze medal winning Australian women's Australian women's national wheelchair basketball team at the 2008 Summer Paralympics in Beijing. Pips notes, the dude in is in the wheelchair and has Olympic medals. What have you done? Complaining about traffic? <coughs> Pip slopey fast lane and pip throws in a side note that the interwebs agrees dude can be used as a unisex term in the early 1960s dude became prominent in surfer culture as a synonym for guy or fellow wiki says the female equivalent was dudette or dudess do you prefer dudette or dudess (laughs) neither Both have fallen into disuse, and dude is now is also used as a unisex term. Here's an earworm song that he has a link in the notes. He repeats the earworm warning, less than Jake, we're all dudes, the song from the 1997 movie Good Burger. If you've seen Good Burger, you've seen some crappy movies. <laughs> uh, let's see who kicked off on this day, June 21st. 
1652, Inigo Jones, uh, English architect, the first significant architect in England and uh, Wales in the early modern period, and the first to employ Vitruvian, Vitruvian rules of proportion and symmetry in his buildings. Known for design, known for designing the Queen's House and Wilton House. Pips notes. Hello, I'm back. Sorry about that. Went down a 20 minute thought train for a movie character mashup. The Indiana Jones character mixed with In Inigo Montoya in Princess Bride. Hello, my name is Inigo Jones, and I'm looking for a six-fingered man who stole a precious artifact. He does not need to prepare to die yet. Oh, boy. Oh, my boy. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right. This day in 1796, Richard Gridley, American soldier and engineer. He served as American um, military engineer during the French and Indian Wars from the reduction of the fortress Louisbourg in 1745 in the fall of Quebec. For his services, he was awarded a captain's commission in the 65th or Shirley's Regiment of Foot, a grant of the Magdalene Islands, 3,000 acres of land in New Hampshire, and a life annuity. Dude got rewarded handsomely. Gridley sided with the 13 colonies during the American Revolution War and was made chief engineer in the New England Provincial Army. He laid out the defenses on Breed's Hill and was wounded at the Battle of Bunker Hill when the Continental Congress first created a continental... Oh, where'd it go? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> continental Congress first created a continental army under the command of George Washington in 1775. Gridley was named to chief engineer uh, of the artillery. He directed the construction and fortification on uh, the Dozier Heights, which forced the British to evacuate Boston in March of 1776. Gridley retired in 1781 at age of 70. He died from blood poisoning induced by cutting dogwood bushes in Massachusetts. Seriously, that dude, um, that dude was in that many battles and died of uh, cutting dogwoods. <laughs> this day in 1914, Bertha von Sutern, uh, Aust Austrian journalist and author, Nobel Prize laureate, and Austrian bohemian pacifist and novelist. In 1905, she became the first female Nobel laureate after Marie Curie in 1903, the first woman to be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize and the first Austrian laureate. 1940, Smedley Butler, American General Medal of Honor recipient. At the time of his death, Butler was the most decorated Marine in U.S. history. By the end of his career, Butler had received 16 medals, including five for heroism. He is the only Marine to be awarded the Brevet Medal, as well as two medals of honor for all for separate actions. Pips notes, if you have time, there's a story where this dude, general dude, well, here's another copy and paste from Wiki. The individuals involved all denied the existence of the military coup plot. The media ridiculed the allegations, but a final report by Special House of Representatives Committee confirmed some of Butler's testimony. Huh. You want to go down a rabbit hole? Conspiracies? <laughs> Click the note in the wiki notes. 1985, Hector Boyardee, an Italian-American chef and businessman, founded Chef Boyardee. Boyardee sold his product under the brand name Chef Boyardee because non-Italians could not manage the pronunciation, including his own sales force. 
I don't know how to say his name. It looks like Boyardee to me. <laughs> this day in 2001, Carol O'Connor, American actor and producer. Carol O'Connor, if I recall, was better known as Archie Bunker. If you know who that is, you know. Holidays. Today we got Go, Go Skateboarding Day. It grew from the All-Star City Skate Jam held by Carol uh, Shrikala Roach and Brian Chin in 2002 in New York City and was named Go Skate Day in 2004. It's also International Yoga Day. Pips Notes Yoga Pants appeared on the market in 1998 by Lulu Lululemon Company. France has uh, Fret de la Musique. The, uh, on music day, citizens and residents are urged to play music outside in their neighborhoods or in public spaces and parks. The music everywhere and the concert nowhere, according to the Maurice Florets. This wraps up another, uh, today's lots of history. Be sure to play music and go Florette yourself. Pip with Duction Cup says, shop smart, shop smart. And this has been another edition of Lots of History. If you enjoyed it, if you enjoy all the work that Pip puts in, please head over to DuctionCups.com. Check it out. Grab some ducks, grab some cups, grab some swag, some merch, all of that stuff. DuctionCups.com. I enjoy the history segment. I hope you do, too. Let's get back to these comments over here. Um... We uh, we got uh, people saying hi to Corey. Okay. I think the better late than never comment from Backwoods comes to uh, the profanity definition. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Canadian Farmstead he says he has a list of people that should join that little girl that's going into space. I have to make a note to talk about that little girl uh, or read in, read up on her more. But that was a very interesting thing that I saw last night. All of a sudden, they were like, "It was she was talking, and she's like, yeah, I want to answer some questions and this and that. And I was like, very intrigued, but not intrigued enough to dig in that much. Um, Non-returning flight. Sorry. If I don't write it down, I will definitely forget. But, um, yeah, let's get back to these comments. Um Pip says he has the link for the child raised by wolves there in the in the video or in the in the blog post. I copy and paste all Pip's notes for me over to there, so you can find all those links to do all those links to the stories that uh, that he he sends me to talk about. Um, K Bonk pumping the the backwoods busher video that released last night uh, was a breakdown on a primal uh, shoulder. Rib? I can't remember exactly. It was a primal breakdown of uh, a big old cut of meat. Uh, uh, uh. Renegade Butcher says, good morning, Corey. Have a good day, dude. Dudette. <laughs> What's that? She said something snotty, probably uh, down the line of uh, hasn't sent her any pictures of animals yet. <laughs> Oh, K-Bong says, good bless you. Good bless you. Or was that a cough? <laughs> oh, all right. How's it going? How's it going? It's Wednesday, guys. We are almost halfway through the week. 
the normal work week, I guess. But uh, it's going well this week for me. I hope it's going well for you. What do we have on the list today? Armadillo update. Armadillo update. I have a feeling that uh, there may be one, possibly two more armadillo updates. Now I'm going to confer with my uh, my roadkill expert here. He's been keeping an eye on the situation. How long do you figure we're going to have the armadillo show going on out in the yard? She's thinking it depends on how much traffic we get on the road. I didn't know armadillos were uh, were such a hot button issue. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says he's still dead. Yes, he is still dead. But um, man, I'm getting more entertainment out of watching Corey and listening to Corey observe the armadillo and the demise of um, of his body. Uh, yesterday, she was again with the binoculars, uh, this time hot and heavy watching um, several, several vultures would land and go and, and tear it up and throw it kind of all over the road and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. They've dragged it uh, back into her view, which she was very, very pleased about. Uh, and now it's in the center of the road. Um, she does a running commentary as the birds are pecking away at it and it's been very enjoyable for me to sit and listen to her listen to her run play-by-play commentary on the destruction of this poor animal that's out there um (laughs) kyle says quote we must not let him spread the word of the little armored one (laughs) end quote elon musk Oh, the little armored one. Yeah, this guy, he is in rough shape. He started smelling. I was not, uh, I was kind of surprised he was still there this morning. I'm thinking with the, with the, the fact that he is now wide open and, um, he is, uh, he is, uh, seeding the neighborhood with his stench that the coyote that lives close would have been, um, would have been here to drag him off. Uh, I think I mentioned it a while back, a couple of weeks ago, we had a dead cat in the road and that lasted all of two days, three days. Uh, once the eyes were gone and the tongue was uh, pulled out uh, and the, the body cavity got opened up, it disappeared really quick. And I think that's either the, the vultures flying away with it or the coyote. There's coyote we see uh, quite often on the dog walks that uh, lives in the area be taken away um (laughs) kyle wants to know if you're documenting the the demise of the armadillo on tiktok (laughs) and he was wondering if you would like uh him to drop a gut pile outside the camper when we come up there yes please (laughs) yes please could you please do it far enough away that she has to use binoculars and i don't have to smell it or at least get it on the downwind side of the camper. So I'm thinking Armadillo is going to be another day, maybe. Maybe. I think he might uh, disappear the rest of today, maybe overnight. 
Um, and uh, we have we've been we've been surprised, but no car has hit it. No, we haven't got any uh, any run over action out here. Everybody seems to kind of avoid it. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Corey, uh, Corey's going to be disappointed once her entertainment's gone. We'll have to find something else for her to watch. Uh, let's move on. No more armadillo stuff today. But um, one thing Corey and I were talking about, we we took a drive last night. We went and grabbed a, a sandwich up at uh, a place that we've kind of found that we enjoy the food and we try to hit up every so often. Um, we were talking about since we've been on the road and since we've been driving around some of the things that we've observed uh one of the things we've noticed and this has been both in texas and tennessee the two places that we've spent a significant amount of time uh like sat down as we were traveling we 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 launched we came down here went to srf in the fall and then we traveled for a good oh it was about a month or a month and a half i think we did five weeks and then got down to Texas and sat down for the winter while we finalized the sale of the house. So you kind of get, uh, you kind of get immersed in that new culture in that amount of time. You, you spend enough time in public and interacting with people. Um, <laughs> um, and so you start observing things and you start kind of, you still, you don't assimilate that fast, but being around all the people, you kind of notice changes. I had been in Minnesota for t over 20 years, so I was pretty assimilated there. The biggest thing that we've noticed in Texas and Tennessee, and it's been both really, is everything is slower. Um, not like Josh slow, but just the pace of everything. Uh, the, the, well, the pace of speech, we kind of discussed that. The pace of speech, I think, is the same. I think people talk slower uh, in Minnesota. I came from New York. We talked extremely fast, uh, and I actually dialed it back. If you think I talk fast now, I dialed back quite a bit living in Minnesota. It, uh, it, it, yeah, so you can only imagine listening on 5X or 2X or whatever you guys do when you listen to your podcast super fast. I can't imagine. I try I try listening to people speak slow on sped up and it just, it, I can't get used to it. So to all of you that can, props, but um, people, people in Minnesota talked way slower, just verbal, um, the pace of their, their, their speech was slower. As we've moved around, I think it's pretty similar texas and tennessee to minnesota but the pace of just everything going on um the vibe of people uh you don't feel like they're in a hurry it's hard to explain uh just more laid back but that's i don't want to say laid back like a surfer dude laid back you know but just calmer not in a hurry and um you know, you're waiting in line at the store and there's nobody like jammed up on your ass, like move, move, move. Uh, people aren't flying around the stores, racing around as fast as they can. Uh, they're kind of walking around at a slower pace, observing, uh, making eye contact with other people, interacting. Uh, Minnesota was a lot of uh, head down fast as you can. Bam, bam, bam. Get in, get out. And it just doesn't seem like that around here. And we were trying to figure out why. 
Um, we had a couple theories. I think one theory we came up with was that Minnesotans get so wrapped up in how cold it is that they all they want to do is get in, get out, and get back to the heat of their house or their car or wherever. Um, maybe, maybe. Uh, we also came up with the theory of vitamin D that people, the farther south you go, the more sun and vitamin D you're getting, the happier people are. So they're not head down and miserable and running around and, um, and depressed and want nothing to do with anyone. Seems like maybe the sun has something to do with that. I don't know. I don't know. If you live in Texas or Tennessee and you have an opinion why you're so laid back and why you're, why uh, your states are slower and slower paced, and this is not uh, by a bad thing anyway in any means. Uh, I actually very much prefer it. But um, I don't know. You guys know what's going on? How about you, Backwoods, up there in New Hampshire? Have you traveled much or are you kind of been stuck right there in New Hampshire? Have you noticed a difference from the northern to the southern? Maybe it's um, maybe it's a um, maybe it's a north south thing or is it regional to, to Minnesota and then transferring Texas, Tennessee? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says he agrees with the cold that that's the pace. That was Corey's uh, first that was Corey's first um, first thing. Um, Josh Renegade says, I think it's just a Southern cultural thing. I'm cool with it then. I don't care what the reason is, but uh, we've noticed it and we we care. We like it. We like it for sure. So K-Bong says fast talk and not listening is a defense mechanism. I think I thunk and I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> Canadian Farmster says, I see the difference here between city and rural. Yeah, I, I, you know, I thought that and I really, I really did think that. And then we moved. Um, I guess, I guess we did notice that difference when we moved to the farm and watching city city people come up on the weekends uh it the pace went up but i think just in general just in general even the rural areas things are just slower uh i don't know i don't know just a feeling i get maybe it's just because i'm here and i enjoy it better i just i don't know i don't know just something we had observed and we were talking about uh, Kyle says, I don't know, you've seen me talk and uh, that everybody down here, Kyle, Kyle thinks that everybody down here is overdosed with biscuits and gravy. What's that? Corey says, at least they're happy. <laughs> oh, man, 47 after I got time. I got time for her. Uh, for a little story uh yesterday yesterday it was time to take the dogs out take the dogs out for the walk every morning i uh, i do the show here and then i get all the blog posts and all of that put up and a little bit of office work and then it's time to take the dogs for a walk and i take them each for an individual walk usually 20 minutes ish uh clyde gets to go on a double walk of everybody else 
because he has a lot more energy than everyone else. <laughs> well, yesterday, I had a bunch of interviews. I had two interviews to record during the day, and so I had to get going a little early. We always kind of scope out the windows before I get them leashed up and take them out just in case. Just in case if you, uh, I don't want to go out the door and have a dog like tearing off and I'm not ready for it. So I look out the window. It sure is shit out in front of me. There is a uh, municipal crew, two guys filling cold patch uh, in the, in the, blown out potholes on this road which there are a ton it like needed to be done for sure so they got the little um dump bed pickup truck with the cold patch in the back you know you've seen the guys with the shovel and they take the shovel full and they put it in the in the pothole and then they tamp it down usually with a, a hand tamper to get it nice and spread out well, i'm watching these guys and i'm like oh man these guys are going to be taking their time. I know how many potholes are down the road. It's going to take them forever to fill them all. I'm going to have to deal with them with the dogs. The dogs are going to want to see them. The guys are going to be out of the truck. Usually cars going by are no problem. But when the people, the people can make it interesting. And I'm going to have to walk the dogs. There's going to be all this cold patch. And the dogs are going to want to step in it. It's just, it's not going to be good today. It's going to be a bad walk day. So I took my time. I let them get down the road. I'm hoping that they get far enough ahead that I won't catch them and they'll be farther than I walk them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's a little aside. They were actually out by the armadillo and Kyle says, you need, you had to say, please leave that dead armadillo. It's for my wife. No, they just ignored it. They absolutely ignored that dead armadillo. I was thinking I was going to have to uh, console my wife. I was not going to go ask them to leave it there, but I was figuring I was going to have to console my wife when they stole her uh, her entertainment. Anyway, I was waiting and hoping that they would get far enough down that by the time we walk, I walked the first dog down there, which is Walter, who is about the best one to walk around that type of thing because he just doesn't care. Uh, Kyle says, hashtag not my job. Yeah, those were the, the whole fillers, not the road scrapers. <laughs> anyway, so I finally get the dog leashed up, and I'm taking the first one. And I go out, and I'm, I'm walking, and I can see these guys. And they're close, and so I'm taking my time. I'm trying not to come up on them. And they were getting to the point where they were far enough, I think I was going to be able to turn around before I got to them. So I'm just observing these guys fix these potholes, thinking to myself, as I see the first one, as I'm walking by it going, these guys do not give two flying shits what they're doing. This pothole, the first time somebody drives over it, it's going to blow out and be worse than it was before. So I was just curious. I've done this work. Like I've helped fix parking lots at places I've worked and I understand how this, you have to get it in and you have to tamp it down and you have to get the edges right. Otherwise the tires just tear the patch right out. So I'm kind of curious what's going on after I saw the first, the first pothole they fixed. So I'm kind of, I'm watching and here I see these two guys. The first thing I look up and I hear the, the truck going, like revving up and then stopping and then revving up. And it was far enough away that I couldn't tell what was going on, but find out they were backing over the potholes, like running over them two or three times and then speeding off to the next pothole to fill. And I'm like, okay, all right. So they get to the, they do that. 
They get to the next pothole. And I see the guy run up, run up to the thing with his shovel because the other guy like sped away from him to the next pothole. He's like kind of trotting up to the thing and he grabs a, a, a pile of coal patch and he like flings it. He didn't even like put it in the hole. He just like flinged it out of the back of the truck somewhere close. And he comes over and he like scrapes it around. And the other guy comes out of the truck for some reason. I only saw him come out once or twice. But as he comes out of the truck, the other guy with the shovel turns around and like swings the shovel at him. I mean, I don't think it was, uh, I don't think it was violent. I think they were messing around. But he runs around the other side of the truck. He jumps in. The guy like waves at him after he's tamping the thing down into the hole. The truck guy backs and backs up and forth, back and forth. And then the guy runs up, jumps in the truck, and they speed off down the road because they must have thought that the next pothole was very far away. And then immediately hit the brakes, get out, and do this shit show all again. It really looked like um, it looked like a, a clown car with uh, with circus clowns jumping out of it and running around and doing stuff. And the quality of work, man. I, I would not be surprised if when I go on the dog walk today that at least one at least one of those potholes is blown out. And this is not a high traffic road by any means. I don't think the city got their money's worth on the the the, the pothole fixing crew yesterday, but they did do fast. They did do it fast and they did uh, they did get out of the way and I didn't have to deal with them um yeah. Cold patch is a head fake repair. It is. It is definitely. I do agree with that. If done right, though, if done right, it can last a significant amount of time. If done worse, it was like you didn't do anything within a couple days. So it was just fun to observe them. They were running around. They were having fun. I think they were having fun, at least watching them. Um, I think if, if I was doing that and I had to do it every day, I would probably try to make it fun, too. <sighs> okay yep we're gonna wrap up here pretty quick uh cory has got a a little bit of a work meeting first thing in the morning we're at 54 minutes let's wrap it up uh item of the day today the i better life rubber universal adhesive hooks there is a blog post up and a video review over on youtube links for to the blog and the item on amazon down in the in the video description, these things are great. They're uh, little four uh, four rubber thing balls, things that uh, it'll hold a razor, hold a toothbrush, hold a washcloth, hold your cables. They got adhesive backs. They stick to the wall. They stick all sorts of places. Check them out. Yes, I said they got little rubber balls. Kyle, you can giggle all morning about that. That's the iBetter Rubber Universal Adhesive Hooks. Even if you don't have to buy something like that, if you happen to be shopping on Amazon today, be sure to click one of our Amazon links. Get us in the tracking. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Chris Jensen tomorrow night, and uh, we'll talk to him. Pre-recorded interview. It went great, so you're going to want to check that out. Thursday night, 6 Central is when that's going to go live. I think I'm going to switch over those to premieres instead of lives. Um, just makes more sense than going back and forth about that. We'll see tomorrow night what I end up doing. Uh, anyway, let's wrap up. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. 
Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. It's hump day. We're going to be halfway through. When do we see you next? See you tomorrow morning.